What is up, Brewskies? It's been a while. It's been <sighs> My name is Marco Dupa. With me as always, the great and the powerful. It's Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, Brewskies? Tonight's brew is from the Tactical Brewing Company. It is their Wolves of Bellow. A double New England IPA. And Obi's going to have a little bit more about that after the break what's on tap for tonight well you know since we're back at the one beer in podcast <laughs> we got to talk um i mean it would it wouldn't be the one beer in if we didn't do nerd culture and there's nothing sure. more nerd culture than fucking elon musk and uh, literally everything that he's doing right now the biggest nerd in our culture right. some would say so we're gonna have to address some of that stuff we are perennially perennially on good word uh, good word thank you on Twitter, and so yeah, this directly affects us. Sure, and uh, probably most of you. Uh, what else do we got? Uh, we also have Call of Duty. Call of Duty. A little game called Call of Duty that the just l- dropped not too long ago. A little game that could uh, that the both of us have gone and spent money on. So That's right. we have impressions of. Uh, I have the campaign impressions, mm. whereas you have multiplayer impressions. That's right. So we'll cover that. And piggybacking off of that, PlayStation has lost 2 million subscribers since announcing their new tiered uh, online system. Um, strange, I think. PS Plus, more like a PS Minus. <laughs> Am I so right? we're going to get into all that and maybe more, maybe not. But who knows? This is episode 371. Who can say? <laughs> of the One Beer In podcast. <laughs> I don't use my finger anymore. I'm done with that. Everywhere. Luckily, it just hit my nose. But why? Why is it so full? I don't know. What? It's over. That's too much. <laughs> overfilled. It's overfilled. Thank for you, sure. tactical. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Get uh, your money's worth. <sighs> smells like Zaza. Smells like some Zaza. Go forty-five and two zigzags, baby. That's all we need. We can go to your mom's after dark. All right. This is the One Beer In podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew and see where that one brew takes us. As I said, I'm Marco Dupa. That's Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Welcome back to the show proper. How much fun did you have being in the driver's seat for a full month? You know, I will say, start as a burden. <laughs> <laughs> but by the end of it, uh, you know, I felt like, uh, and you tell me if I'm wrong, I felt like I got the, the, the wheels running, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the wheels were turning, we were making traction, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and, and we recovered from the, the burnout mm-hmm. early on. I would, I would say so. I would say so. Yeah, Star- yeah, yeah. You know, just start, you just need to get your, your feet wet, you know, get, I think get so. a little, get, get, get the road underneath feet my yeah, feet. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but once you did, you just, you know, hit the ground running. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you. I want to, uh, uh, say thank you to our audience. Thank you for you. Um, 
just bearing with me <laughs> in my time of need and in, enjoying these movies with us. We hope you had a good time and uh, hope to come back next year to do the same again. Definitely. Yeah. I also, I mean, I just, I really feel like maybe, you know, we should be, when we talk about it, but I think we should implement it more. I really think that we should maybe go to a three episodes of one beer in, one episode of one reel in. Yeah, I'd be into that. See how we do. Um, well, if you guys listening are into that idea as well, let us know. Yeah. Because we'd happily do that. Any feedback on the uh, on either either show, but the one reel in in particular, seeing as it's something that we like to mess around with and see yeah. what we can what we can do with it and kind of have fun with it and yeah. see yeah, yeah. what uh, uh, should change, what needs to stay the same, sure. so on and so forth. A regularly scheduled one reel in would mm-hmm. be a, a good idea, I think. So, uh, Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We will see. All right. Let's get into it, baby. Mm -hmm. Obi, tell us a little bit more about what we're drinking tonight. Well, we have, as you so eloquently said, the Wolves of Below from Tactical Brewing Co. It's a double New England IPA, double dry hop with Enigma and Cashmere hops. Uh, This comes in at an 8% ABV. Has really badass art, sick, yeah. sick art. Love, love this art. Um, Listen, one thing you know you can g- you can get out of tactical at the very least is some sick ass yeah. art for them. Oh, they're, they're yeah, yeah, back to back. Yeah, great art. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say a little disappointed. No cold read. Oh, goodness gracious! No cold read. What are but, you doing? But uh, I did you know some preliminary research here and uh, find that the wolves of below probably. Probably uh, refers to uh, World War Two or World War One battle, excuse me, in mm. France. So the Bellow Wood is the name of the battle. If you want to look it up, it's out there for you. Like the TikToker, yeah, Bellow Wood, Bellow Wood, yeah. <laughs> I I don't know, man. I think if you go something, if you do something like this, a little more, I wouldn't say obscure, but a little more thought provoking, I guess. I would just like a little. Little, little sure. cold read somewhere, sure. you know. Hey, you know, maybe they have it on their their website or on their social media post for it, but mm, maybe couldn't find it immediately, so therefore not included here. There you go. Sorry. All right, let's get into it. You know, we had to talk about it. If you're a follower of the show, you know that it was it was inevitably coming. Yeah. Kanye West, <laughs> Black Superman, Black Superman, the. <sighs> Where do we even start with this? Elon Musk. It's a good start, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Elon Musk. That's it for the show. Thank you guys. Yeah. This has been the he We can okay. now put him in the thumbnail. Yeah. See. Yeah, we've yeah. That's all we need. Yeah. <laughs> Throw him in the thumbnail. Start clickbaiting people. <laughs> he okay, I don't know how much we covered of what he was doing before with the purchase of Twitter. Twitter. I don't know how much we actually covered of it. The abridged version of the story goes that just one day decided that he wanted to own Twitter and just decided, how do I go about this? And offered them $44 billion, which was roughly, I don't know, 40, 50. I think the shares were at like $44 a share, $50 a share, something Mm. like that. Most people who... Stock, 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 stock. Exactly. People who are smarter than myself were like, that's a bad deal. You shouldn't do that. He's overpaying for this thing. Elon is made of money, apparently, depending on who you ask, and uh, made the offer. The 
shareholders gladly accepted. <laughs> they were like, fucking let's go. That is, I already put in the down payment on my yacht. I'm yeah, out of here. Yeah. Let's retire. How about that? He says, he, he once the deal goes through, or once the contracts are all signed and everything, yada, 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 he says, no, wait a minute. I can't buy this without knowing about this bot problem. This bot problem. Mm-hmm. This bot problem. Yeah. Because Which is a, this, a, apparently part of like the agreement, uh, the contract and signing over that exchange. Yeah. Uh, they would give him numbers they, of bots and all that. Right. Listen. I'm just gonna give you a spoiler alert. This whole bot problem thing that he that he's been harping on, mm. total bullshit. And it, it just, <laughs> no, it it just makes me. No. it's so annoying that he hinges every argument. The verification thing is hinged on bots. Right? I know, I know. Yeah. So we'll get to that in a second. So bot argument, bot, 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 bot. Apparently, he doesn't get the information that he feels like he wanted or that he was contractually um, uh, uh, owed. So. He rescinds on the deal mm-hmm. and says, no, I don't want to buy it anymore. They threaten to take him to court, yeah. the shareholders, because they're like, nah, motherfucker. Not we so fast. <laughs> already spent that money. Right. You are paying us yeah. for this fucking app. Uh, fast forward. On the day that they were supposed to go to court, he decides he's going to buy it. And then, he, and then he does. So now Elon Musk, uh, SpaceX, X.com, boring company, Tesla, former PayPal, uh, Tesla, of course, now the owner of Twitter.com. Mm-hmm. And sole director, apparently. Yes, because immediately when he got in, he was <laughs> like, he, he just went fucking scorched earth on their uh-huh. upper management. Yeah. Fired the CEO, the CFO, and then like their uh, uh, security, their, their trust security or some, some somebody. Yeah. So he went in there and was like, I'm, I'm running the ship. Mm-hmm. Honestly... We don't have enough time on this show to really get into all the implications of everything that he's done so far. So we're I feel we should just put that aside unless yeah. something like major comes of that. We have to compartmentalize this conversation yeah. because there's a lot surrounding it. This is not the Elon Musk show. No. This is a segment. Fortunately <laughs> this not. This is a bit and we are gonna stick to that. Okay. I mean if we get a little bit of that money, then it could be the Elon Musk show. Yeah. One beer in sponsored by Elon Musk. I would have him sitting right in between us right now. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Say your dad jokes. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Let that sink in. Integrity? (laughs) No. (laughs) So what we're going to do is focus on his the big change that he's started so far. He's probably going to have a lot more changes to come. But the biggest thing so far is this verification process. Mm -hmm. So to anybody not in the know. On Twitter, the verification process is not – you can partition or – partition – petition mm-hmm. to be verified. But the only way that you can actually be verified – years ago, they stopped the whole request to be verified thing. Twitter decides who gets verified. True. And basically, in a nutshell, you have to be someone of note, someone worth impersonating, mm-hmm. someone who – you want to know if the information on that page is authentic or not. And so the way that Twitter does it is give you the little blue badge, right? right? So if you're uh, a person of prominence in any field, just be somebody who is recognizable. Mm -hmm. And you don't even have to really be a quote-unquote authority in any of those things. Just just a public figure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And uh, over the years... 
the verification process, or rather the the blue the blue badges, the blue ticks, whatever you want to call them. These accounts have been accused of being um, of uh, uh, some people say that the the blue ticks on Twitter lord their status of being verified over the rest of us. Right. Um, well, I, do, you, do you want me to give you his direct quote on this? Because it, it very much ties into what you're saying. Right actually, now. yes. Do that, please. Okay. So um, directly from Elon Musk via Twitter, uh, Twitter's current lords and peasant system for who has or doesn't have a blue check mark is bullshit. Power to the people. Blue for $8 a month. Musk, who formally acquired Twitter last week, tweeted. And that's from Newsweek. Newsweek. So, yes, as referred to here, Twitter Blue is a paid subscription service that currently is $5. And you get ad-free articles. You get, you know, uh, first access to new features. In some countries, you can edit your tweets uh, or undo tweets instead of just deleting them. You can go back and, like, change them and whatnot. So it's just like they're basically their beta project wherein whatever new shit that they're testing if you're a twitter blue member you get uh access to that stuff first it had nothing to do with verification mm-hmm. until elon took over and said it's going to be twenty dollars a month which is what he originally said twenty dollars a month and what you get is twitter blue you get a verified badge you get your blue check mm-hmm. you get uh you know, all the bells and whistles that you already get with Twitter Blue. And then he hasn't really expounded on the details other than that so far. Right. He gets into a tiff with Stephen King, of all people. Mm-hmm. Stephen King says, I'm not paying $20 to be verified on this app. Right. And Elon goes, what about $8? And then in a matter of hours has changed the deal to right. $8 a month now for Twitter Blue for your verification badge. And that is where we sit. And now we can discuss, yeah, pull it apart. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's right. Do you think you that was planned? The not necessarily that exchange, but the, the down pricing of it? <sighs> yes. Unfortunately, I do think. Uh, that that was planned. Um, I think he did one of those shitty sales tactics of, uh, you know, bumping the price up, you know, and then pulling back and oh, sure. look. suddenly it's on sale. Yeah. Wow. So I do. What a value. People don't want to give him that credit, but I kind of, you know, I think he did. So, yeah, unfortunately. Yep. Mm. So now it's eight dollars a month. I think the first the first thing that probably should get that we should get out the way if people don't realize this, especially if you're not on, because I know people who obviously aren't like on Twitter as much as we are, or as less. As I, much I as, used like, to be one of those people, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. I'm a late Twitter bloomer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, there's still a ton of people who don't. This this has no bearing on their life whatsoever, which is very. That's an interesting thing in and of itself. Mm-hmm. There are people who are so hung up on what excuse me, Elon could potentially do to the app. And there are millions of people who like, I mean, they just could not care less. They just have no, uh, 
reference frame of reference they have nothing True. it just it just doesn't has no bearing on their life i just find that really fascinating because in one sphere of pop culture or just culture period yeah it's very important like what sure he yeah, does yeah. what happens next i would i would dare to say though and again we're not going to touch on the other controversies that are simultaneously happening with elon musk and twitter yeah because uh, there's a lot to go over with that but touching lightly on that i would say i would rebuttal that by saying whether people are are conscious or cognizant or engaged with twitter themselves it does still have an effect on them because it affects so many other people mm. and thought and mm. opinion mm. and it gets picked up on fox news and you know other other broadcasts and that becomes the the headline of the day is what elon said on twitter yeah, you know. Yeah, or or what uh, what article he shared, you know, and, and and when it comes to things that he's talking about on Twitter already, like Ukraine or free speech or mainstream media, those things have larger implications and larger effects outside of Twitter. That's true. You're you're not wrong. I hate I hate to say it, uh, but. The implications of what he's doing in one space. Um, camera got weird. Sorry. <laughs> the implications of what he's doing in one space do directly affect, like, the outside world, whether you like it or not. Which is really funny, too, because you're sitting there thinking, like, well, I don't even have a Twitter account, so it doesn't matter yeah. to me. And don't care. Like, yeah, but, I a mean, when you turn do. on the news. <laughs> I mean, how many times have you turned on the news and they're, like, they're you know. They're using Twitter polls as like legitimate news sure. sources. It's sure. crazy. Yeah. This whole thing is kind of predicated on Elon championing himself as this warrior for free speech. Sure. Right? And so He's like Joe Rogan with somehow more money. <laughs> the uh the idea that if you give everybody a blue badge, you can combat the um bots and all the fake accounts yeah is first of all i just i don't know how that even makes any sense i i i've tried to think it out and i think it's because he's saying that money will go to them combating it they can put more money into security and these other things now the thing that i'm not sure about is exactly how that verification will happen i'm not sure if they even know behind the scenes how that'll be implemented. But yeah. I think that's the idea behind it is like, if we can put more money to security on Twitter, it'll therefore be a more secure platform. Yeah. I mean, there's other apps that have played around with the idea that verification is not a status symbol, if you will, which, sure. you know, on Twitter, it's not supposed to be either. But there's Apparently other. It is, though, right? It is. It, I, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. It yeah. is what it, I mean, what do you, you know, it is. It's a gold it star is. on it. It is. Account. It really is. Yeah. It like, it, it, you know. I would like uh, Spotify, for instance. If you're if you're a musician, like I am, <laughs> new album coming soon. Mm -hmm. If you upload your music, you do have to verify your. You have to verify a lot of information, and then yeah. when you look and when you go on there, it says verified artist. Now I'm a small time artist, you know, working my way up, you know, pulling myself up by my bootstraps, I'm making my way downtown. <laughs> but uh, I my account is verified right yeah and you know there's not this wash of bot accounts and unverified accounts mm -hmm. on twitter or i'm sorry uh, spotify but 
the idea is all you need to do is identify yourself and you have a verified account because you are verifying who you are as a person, right? right? Or that you are who you say you are. Um, so I, in theory, if the, if millions and millions of people pay for Twitter blue and we all get these blue checks now, um, we now are all verified accounts. But again, wh- how does that stop other than what you said? Like mm-hmm. it, paying for Twitter blue gives them the money to uh, combat these bots. True. The other stuff that he says that you're going to get if you pay for Twitter Blue is the more alarming stuff, mm-hmm. which is the uh, priority in yeah. someone's timeline. True. Um, I mean, the ad-free stuff is is whatever. That's well, well and good. Half that's, the ads. Half the ads. He's yeah, saying, right. Yeah. So the other thing is you still... Dude, dude. This And this doesn't even go for Elon. This is, goes for all of this shit. Yep. These companies streaming services and 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 the like who are introducing ad supported tiers that i still have to pay for is driving me (laughs) crazy yeah it's it's kind of rough what is how much money do you fucking people need (laughs) more is the answer (laughs) more is always the answer not even gonna go on a rant because i could not gonna yeah um so, yeah, you get half of your articles. Do you want me to read through his entire Twitter his, thread? Well, he doesn't really. Yes, please, okay. because it's going to give more. It'll So I'm not misquoting yeah, yeah, the man. Yeah, just, just so we have a But a he doesn't here. give a lot of. It's very vague. And I think that's because there isn't an answer yet. Yeah. I, think, I think he's probably asking people to work on this right now. But anyway, <clears throat> according to Elon directly, again, Twitter's current loaded lord and pre- peasant. Oh, jeez. Okay. Twitter's current together, lords peasant. and peasants system for who has or who doesn't have a blue check mark is bullshit. Power of the people. That blue, tweet is bullshit. <laughs> blue for $8 a month. Price adjusted by country proportionate to purchasing power parity. You will also... That, wait, hold on. What does that mean? Is he going to uh, base it, it around their GDP? <laughs> I get, the, the, yeah. Their, their, their money worth, essentially. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, priority... or No, excuse me. You will also get priority in replies, mentions, and search, mm. which is essential to de- defeat spam or scams, slash scam. Uh, ability to post long video and audio, half as many ads, and paywall bypass for publishers willing to work with us. Willing to pay for us. Yeah. This will also give Twitter a revenue stream uh, to reward content creators. There will be a secondary tag below the name for someone who is a public figure, which is already the case for politicians. So I guess that's his solution uh, to this. But then if he does that, then what? Then he's still doing the... To to get those bonuses. I I, I guess. And it's inherent that you trust a blue check mark more than you do somebody who's not, even if they have the under name thing. Now, right now you would. Yeah, but if all I have to do is pay eight dollars a month, what is to stop me from using different emails, different phone numbers, the same way people create bot accounts now? All I have to do is pay for it. If I really want to fuck with people, like eight dollars a month ain't that much money. Well, and it's funny you say that because the first featured reply to him is by uh, Rubiu Five, that uh, goes by L L Rubius. Okay. Uh, they're verified, apparently. Right. Uh, they said, what happens to when ran- when a random user pays $8 and charges his display name to Elon Musk? 
using your same profile pic and starts tweeting like he's you. Verified check marks exist so people know they follow the real person. Right. And he replied, that already happens very frequently. But it doesn't, though. Yeah. You have what is very... If if you take two seconds to look, you have what is very easily identified as a person posing as a thing. If they have a verification badge, they got verified because they are a public figure, right? Yeah. Or somebody of note. Most of the time, anybody who does that is like a comedian or something that will like tweet out as like, you know, a, 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 a cookie company or something like that. Otherwise, nobody... With a blue check, impersonates someone else with a blue check. I don't think so. What yeah. he's talking about is bullshit. Right, right. That doesn't so happen. He actually, so the L, L. Rubius says true, but I believe that adding the verified check for everyone that pays will increase that issue. P.S. I would gladly pay eight dollars uh, to have animated profile pics and banners or more customization in general. Uh, due to Twitter, what? you did to oh do to twitter what you did to cars and it, it will be easy oh my god thumbs up Ugh. get his cock out of your mouth bro thumbs up and then uh the emoji of the uh the the, the graph going up oh okay yeah, yeah. excuse me I'm, I'm using my hands if you're listening god, um and disgusting yeah. which makes me think like are you a plant you might be a plant um to e- add, yeah, to lob him a softball yeah, question. Yeah. Elon responded by saying, if verified accounts violate terms of service, e.g. spam, scam, impersonation, they'll be suspended, but Twitter will keep their money. We will definitely add cool stuff like what you're suggesting to Twitter Blue. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it for that. I'm looking for this tweet from this person who replied to him. Um, but I can't find it. Yeah, I mean, he's been obviously tweeting a lot recently. Um, a lot of it's just memes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, what he what he's always done. Yeah, true. I retweeted it. Where is it? Maybe she deleted it. Maybe she was getting like too much fucking. Oh wait, was it the uh, the coffee one? No, nah, was this uh the eight dollar coffee versus eight dollar? No, but I hated that one too. <laughs> Blue I, check mark. Yeah, that that one was no. It's from this uh, this OnlyFans account. I don't follow. I, I don't have an OnlyFans. <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah, I, okay. I don't pay for OnlyFans, okay, guys. Sure. Yeah. S- seriously, seriously. It's okay, man. Got to support sex work. There's no shame in it. Uh, He's apparently beefing again with AOC. So that's yeah, fun I saw too. that. That was that was good. <laughs> Yeah. He tried to dunk on her with her sweater, and it was like, hey, man, not even remotely the same thing. No. I fucking... Uh, he just... Uh, he makes me... Just He's just a cringe machine. Yeah, sure is. I, I, can't, I can't find it. I'm not going to waste time trying to find this, this tweet, but she, she made a good point because she is a... She is verified... And she has an OnlyFans, and um, she, uh, I think she might have deleted it, probably because she didn't want to deal with, uh, you know, a bunch of Elon stands blowing up her mentions. Which probably already happened. But uh, anyway, basically, like, her point was, like, what's what's stopping somebody from, you know, using, like like this guy said, 
Yeah. The softball question, and then just let just let Elon go. Don't worry about that. And he was like, "You're right." <laughs> Sounds good, man. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the implication or 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 the concern rather is is real that that people uh, people will do that. People yeah. have done that. People do do that now. And the only the only thing separating somebody from doing that, uh, 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 like it's it's the it's the blue check. I I was thinking I was gonna tweet this, but I, then I thought like ah, it's, it's, it goes too niche, and I'm not gonna waste my time with this. But I will waste your time on the podcast <laughs> with it. Uh huh. Seth Rollins, professional wrestler. Sure. A couple months ago, he got attacked publicly on on a broadcast. Mm-hmm. This guy ran from the crowd and tackled him and uh, tried to try to you know try to put his paws on him. It's more than a couple months ago. This was a little while ago. Yeah, it was maybe it was a while closer ago. to a year ago. Yeah, it, was it wasn't like, that long ago. It's at least six months ago. Okay, yeah, sure. I would think. Yeah. All right. How many hairs are you gonna split with this? It's amazing. <laughs> I just want you to be wrong. Um. And what happened with this was, uh-huh. he was the guy lied to by a person impersonating right. Seth Rollins, and this guy gave this fake account. I don't know how much money. Um, when was it? Literally this time last year. <laughs> okay, so it's the anniversary of yeah, when. <laughs> close, close to it. Came, it. It happened, I think, on the twenty uh, second. Okay, of November, November okay. twenty twenty one. All yeah. right, so we're coming up on the anniversary of when uh, Seth couple, Rollins couple months got ago. attacked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but the point stands. The reason that he was attacked was because this kid, guy, grown man was tricked into giving his money to this this fake account. Now, well, he had mental issues and stuff too. Of course, so. of course. And yeah. I'm and, I, and and but the point that I'm trying to make is with this person in particular, a blue check probably wouldn't have made a difference. No. But there are millions and millions of accounts that are created every day posing as fucking Beyoncé or fucking Seth Rollins or fucking Elon Musk yeah. every day asking people for money. money. And ninety nine point nine nine percent of people on who are per, per, perpetually online understand the difference and can see when some weird account is like, sure. "Give me five hundred dollars, I need to go on tour." There is that point oh one percent of people, and I know this from experience working in call centers and working in like security and working with old people when I talk to them on the phone. Yeah, who will see something like that? And immediately give their money. Not think imme- twice. No. Yeah. What the 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 dip, the separation there is that blue check. If anybody can just impersonate, like I am wondering, and maybe all of this is maybe all this is fluff, and maybe we're maybe he has the answers. Maybe and once he introduces this thing, it'll go off without a hitch, and it'll be very hard, near impossible, to impersonate an account without it looking fraudulent mm-hmm. as it does now. Sure. But it just the Lord peasant metaphor thing is what really drives me crazy. Well, and first of all, I want to say that's kind of where I'm coming at this from is like maybe there is an answer. Maybe this will work out. You know, I'm not completely out on this idea. Yeah. Of course, the way he's going about it is in a complete jackhole way. Uh, well, how, he I, go, how he does everything. I don't. I don't expect anything else from Elon Musk. But yeah. you know, whatever. You know, if he, if he gets it done, he gets it done. 
Sure. I'm here for the ride, man. We'll see. Yeah. Um, he has enough money to put into this thing that it could work out, is all I'm saying. Yeah. But also, um, you know, well, actually, what what were you just saying? What what point were you getting to? That the his his idea that this is for security and and to combat bots and all this other stuff, um, is really just him playing into the idea that this a it's it's a status symbol sure. and he's trying to you know basically swoop in with that crowd of people who are like go Elon go you're taking down right. the fucking elites which I. That had reminded me, actually, looking at the replies to the AOC posts, because uh, I'll, I'll go back to Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> she said, um, LMAO at a billionaire earnestly trying to tell people on their on the idea or sell, excuse me, sell people on the idea that free speech is actually an eight dollar a month subscription plan. And uh, he replied with your feedback is appreciated. Now pay eight dollars. Yeah. Yeah, hey. <laughs> ooh, Donner. Um, so uh, one of the responses to that I saw was uh, I can't find it. Anyway, I think he is very much capitalizing on his audience yeah. right now. Uh, I 100% agree. I think that he's definitely. <laughs> I mean, frankly, taking advantage of these people who are like rah-rah free speech mm-hmm. um not understanding that like social media platform and a lot of the people who were quote-unquote canceled were canceled for good reason right um and there's this fear that and mind you i'm trying not to get into a lot of the other outside controversies from specifically the blue check mark um so very lightly um a lot of people are concerned that people who are dangerous are going to get the blue check mark and and be able to continue to spread hatred, lies, misinformation, mm-hmm. um, so doubt in democracy, and all these other things that we've been trying to defeat. <laughs> uh, uh, unfortunately, in a losing battle for the past few years now. Mm-hmm. So. Going back to what you what you brought up initially, this could have devastating <laughs> effect on the election and a lot of things coming up soon. Mm-hmm. And all that being said, I want to have hope that Elon Musk <laughs> will use all the money that he's 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 gonna get. It's gonna work. Like he's gonna he's gonna get the money from people getting the eight dollars. You know, for the check. I mean, even just his followers. Is yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Alone, just from the his fans, which tend to, you know, kind of swerve in the conservative uh, direction or libertarian. You yeah. know, a lot of them are going to inherently just be like, I am sticking it to the people I don't like just by paying this eight dollars. Yeah. Um, he, it's going to be successful. Now, is it going to be successful in the way that he's saying it's going to be as as far as like you know defeating uh the bots and impersonators and spammers and scammers that's to be seen yeah i i want to be hopeful about it i want to be able to say sure it 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 could give twitter an edge 
and the money and the resources they need to be profitable enough to invest in the best security, the best IT, et cetera, et cetera. <sighs> Man. But it's real hard. You got a lot of hope. It's real hard. <laughs> it's real hard. I mean, is his idea that if everybody pays for a blue check, because the the thing with, with um, you pay for it and then you get priority in somebody's timeline is interesting because like if you pay if you pay for it and I don't pay for it but we're both real people using our real accounts everyone will see your posts first mm-hmm. how is that combating bots all that is doing is by result suppressing my speech if i'm not paying for and that is what aoc's point is sure is that if i don't pay how is that combating or how is that yeah. upping free speech? How is that combating bots? If what? I don't pay the money, now my speech is suppressed. And you're, and people will say, well, they're not suppressing your speech. They're just hyping up these voices that have paid for the blue check. But yeah. if, you, if, you, if, if you hype up one person, that spot has to get taken. There's only a finite amount of space sure. on somebody's timeline. Yeah. So if I'm looking at 10 posts. Somebody should make a place called my space and, and therefore it'll be all about my own things yeah um i i hear what you're saying and i i i lost my train of thought okay i lost it it was there it's right. gone yeah yeah yeah. um yeah, it'll come back it'll come yeah back yeah, yeah yeah go on go on it's just gonna be interesting to see what happens. When oh, I got it. There it is. <laughs> Thank you. I teach you to start talking because I don't listen. Um, so what I was gonna say <laughs> was that, um, you know, if <laughs> the the idea that Twitter is is uh, a debate about free speech or not is is a misnomer to to begin with. Mm. You know, like. Twitter is a business. It's a company, you know? Yeah. So, therefore, it, it it's not... And this is a big controversy. This is a big uh, uh, conversation around social media uh, being, you know, a business inherently versus it being uh, an outlet, a communication outlet. Yeah. Should it be something that is under the First Amendment or should it be something that is continued to be just looked at as a business in which you know whoever's the stakeholder at the time or stakeholders at the time have ultimate say on mm-hmm. what goes and what doesn't <clears throat> because clearly social media has become such a powerful platform for politicians uh, uh celebrities yeah. uh, everyone yeah <laughs> hate groups yeah terrorist groups you know the only way that you would actually get free speech from a social media company is if it was a government-funded social, social media, media platform, yeah, uh, like China. Yeah, that's the only way to get free speech because sure. that is the only way in which your First Amendment rights it's are gonna protected. Be honored. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. because a private company doesn't have to adhere to your First Amendment. No, they rights don't. absolutely because not. it has nothing to do with them. No, so all these people who are like, I mean, that's what you want. You want. You want. Something like the Department of Education, it'll just be like U.S. federally uh, provided social media platform. It'll look like shit. It'll work like shit. But at least you'll be able to say whatever you want sure. with zero consequences. Yeah. Otherwise. Truth social. Yeah. Otherwise, you have to deal with the fact that these are privately owned companies. I, 
it i don't know man that what i think when when i look at elon's timeline and when i look at like everything that i've seen from him so far yeah he seems like one of these kind of like social anarchist kind of guys who uh wants every he it, it sounds like he would and will depending on you know we'll see but it seems like if it was all up to him if he had nobody to answer to yeah he would let the milos and the trumps and the alex joneses back on the platform sure, yeah. and just let everybody say whatever they want <clears throat> and then leave it up to the user to decide uh what information they will believe and will not believe with no disclaimers no nothing because when you see how he talks and the things that he subscribes to it seems like he is against like for example when twitter does something like um i say that that men are from mars and then there's that little disclaimer that's like this is inaccurate it's been disproven yada yada right right if i'm a if i'm a prominent sure. account you know what i'm saying yeah. I'm, obviously it's a silly uh metaphor but it seems like he would rather everyone just uh it just be chaos basically yeah and i don't know i go back and forth because i do believe in personal responsibility yeah and i do believe that um it's not hard to suss out this information it takes one more click than some people are willing to do yeah and if they are misinformed that's their fault but then i go back and i say to myself there is a responsibility by people who run these companies to police some of that stuff and say listen you can believe whatever you want, but the facts are yeah. that that's not true. So if right. you want to believe that, I can't stop you from doing that. But yeah. what I can do is tell you that while you're in my house, this is the fact. I'm going to correct you. Yeah. 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 So I don't I know. Think that's, I think that's an apt uh, analogy, which is like imagine you're at a dinner table and you have that one uncle who's like, you know, uh, 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 QAnon conspiracy theorist or something, you know, or, or we, we, we didn't actually land on the moon and such. Um, yeah. You can accept that per. I mean, you can, you can, you can outright, if you're the homeowner, you can outright say, you gotta go. Yeah. We don't want our kids exposed to this kind of stuff. Or you can say, that's nice, uncle, but you're wrong. And this is why mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I still believe that. Okay, that's, that's that's fine. But just so you know, underneath asterisk, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. dated and 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 uh, sourced. This is why your information is incorrect. Mm-hmm. You know, or the the third option is you let Uncle say whatever the fuck he wants, and then when people try to push Good back, point. You go, eh. Good point. Good <laughs> point. Well, yeah. I mean, it it it. Um, Again, again, for the last time, yeah. trying to stay out of the other controversies. But Elon himself just recently shared misinformation from an uh, uh, unreputable source. Yeah, yeah. With no, like, literally no backing to it. Yeah. Which caused, I mean, like, hundreds of thousands of people to like it. Um, And, I mean, honestly, dude, we say all this stuff about you know 
people being able to say whatever they want, free speech, this, that, and the other. And then when he does that, it's like, dude, listen, we we want, I think we all want the same thing, is is people to be able to express themselves freely, and but we want facts on this platform, and we want, I think... I think we all, I think everybody wants the bots and the scam artists to sure. be gone yeah, from the yeah. app. I think Sounds we, good. I think we all want the same thing. But when you do shit like that, it's like you are, you are taking a 12-gauge shotgun to your own argument. When you share misinformation and then it gets spread like wildfire and then you go back and delete the tweet, you right. can't even stand 10 toes on the shit that you posted and then you are going to sit on top of the hill and preach to the rest of us? Yeah the fuck are you doing right well and it's so indicative of the fact that he doesn't think he's really wrong you know yeah uh you know he can't just he he didn't even post about it saying like hey retraction nope that actually didn't have any sourcing or any any kind of validity to it instead he just deleted it like it never happened but the people who liked it remembered that right. that was true, and then and that's that's it. And then they left, and then that was the end of it. Yes, and then and then you see like the the, the mocking costumes, yeah, of, that that have to do with that. Speci- I'm sorry, we're being so vague. I'm trying to get into it, <laughs> but yeah, you, you're seeing those costumes. You're seeing the the footage, not footage, but the coverage, I should say, on Fox News. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure on all the other like extremely right wing mm. slash alt right. Uh, websites and stuff about it that only gave it validity right and if you don't understand that that empowers these kind of people one of the richest most powerful men on the planet tweeted out a conspiracy theory and said might be true yeah then deleted it but at the at the it didn't matter he'd already done it look i'm just bringing up questions here just look just asking questions just asking questions just asking questions okay i'm not saying it's true but I'm not saying it's not true. Right. It's Bullshit. the same fucking Joe. Joe I was going to say Joe Budden. It's the same Joe <laughs> Rogan thing mm-hmm. of sitting there going, I'm just asking questions. Right, maybe right. it's true. Maybe it's not. Hey, hey, I don't hey. know. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Hey, I'm an idiot. Hey, listen, don't, don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. I, I'm, I'm an idiot. I'm just trying to tell the truth here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, I, I feel like we've said it enough. I we, so. we should get off of this. Yeah. We should get off of it. Let's get off of it. Let's get off. Let's get off on it. Let's get off on it. Mm. <sighs> All right. Let's talk about something more. Uh, more betterer. More betterer. More fun. More funner. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Call her duty. So this is the one, the one beer, beer podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is Modern Warfare 2. Mm. They... <laughs> it's Call of Duty. They said uh, Modern Warfare Two, uh, Part Two. Part Two. Yeah. They. It, it's funny. We've gone full circle, and then we're just gonna just make do the, it again. Just gonna yeah. Let's do it again. So we're just gonna get Black Ops One and Black Ops Two, and and we're just gonna be kind of cool. War. Yeah. They just redo the whole thing. What if they just had a rot? That was just their rotation. It they just would kept just going. do the Modern Warfare. You know, honestly, honestly, it might work. Because what else are you gonna do? What other wars are there to do, you know? Yeah. You could do, like, a, a strictly a Vietnam game, sure. Yeah. Or, like, I've always tried to get a, a Korean War game because uh, not, not enough games or media is about the Korean War. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think Desert that... Desert Storm, but, I mean... Desert Storm was, like, a day and a half. You'd just be winning the entire yeah, time. Exactly. Kill streak. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, I mean, unless you start kind of exploring the intricacies of what these wars mean, which is they're not going to do that exactly. No. So once once you've you've xed out the fact that you're not going to have like a deep conversation about war, they will get as deep as like Michael Bay. Yeah. Which just asking questions. <laughs> just asking questions. <laughs> Which we will get into the pros and cons of that specifically within the campaign. But that being said, continue. It's just you're they're, you're going to be hard pressed to find the, them. I mean, at some point, I mean, we've already hit that. We've already hit that limit of. I mean, they've made a hundred World War Two games, a hundred World War One sure. games, a hundred future war. I guess they could make a civil war game, but we'd all have to use mm, muskets and nah, nah, nah. <laughs> well, uh, I've I've thought about this actually. And they've gone as far as they can, not Call of Duty specifically, but video games with, uh, they're Civil War games too, actually, yeah. but with um, Battlefield, with Battlefield 1, yeah. uh, you can't go further back than that. Yeah. Because even that, like... It was tough. Slow. It's yeah. very slow when you're coming fresh off of, like, future warfare and stuff like that, where yeah. you're, you're wall running and, well, like, yeah, I mean, uh, sliding. Well, yeah, I mean, or Battlefield 1... If I'm not mistaken, was around the time of advanced warfare, I which is so, not yeah. a very well received Call of Duty game, but at least the mo- the movement was fucking wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was very uh, Titanfall. Yeah, yeah. And then I mean, coming off a of Titanfall too. Come on, man. Oh, you yeah, can't you can't go back to you know. Fucking Gatling gun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This thing shoots a hundred rounds a minute. I got a flint lock. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll only say this once, but I just, I really hope we get a Titanfall three. Dude, say it, you could say it a fucking million times. I just really hope we get. I'll I, agree every time. I, 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 I just know that. Um, what, what's the the free to play game? Uh, Apex. Apex. Yeah, Apex Legends. I just know that's such a juggernaut for them that they'll never stop doing that. Yeah. I just hope they used some of that money to to say like, hey. We can do Titanfall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they. Yeah, they, I. I mean, there's no reason that Apex and Titanfall can't live together. Yeah. in harmony. A man can dream. Peace and harmony. Yeah, the mechs just change the game. It's just so know? much fun. There's so much fun. We're not here to talk about Titanfall or yeah. Apex. No. So please, Call of Duty. Call of Duty. So here we are with Modern Warfare Two. Yeah. The Hotly anticipated sequel to the very well received, yeah. actually, Modern Warfare remake 2019. Mm-hmm. Great game. Uh, yeah, it was good. great. It was good. great campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd know better than me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Clearly. So we're finally here. Uh, from Modern Warfare 2019, we had Vanguard and Cold War. So we we even explored the we even explored the Cold War. So they've yeah. literally yeah. no stone unturned. Sure. So we had the Cold War and we have Vanguard uh, in between, and also obviously the juggernaut that is uh, Warzone. So now we've got our free to play battle royale. We've got two games in between. We are here at the sequel of what was a very well received. Um, I come come back to prominence for. The Call of Duty franchise, yeah, because uh, they, you know, they've just kind of been middling with you know weird games in before yeah, this. Like a, a couple of like uh, uh <laughs> I mean, funny you say it, but like original ideas mm-hmm. outside of the the general platform that we had, yeah, including Advanced Warfare, yeah, um, Ghosts was Ghosts, another one, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that People wouldn't do like so ghosts, well. So. Yeah, yeah. I hear the campaign's great though. Yeah, I, I never played it, but I heard. I, I heard mean, that's I, great. I fell off for a little bit. I had World at War, or yeah, World at War, and then a couple of games in between that. But I mean, that, you got to get all the Black Ops games. You just got to, got to do that. Yeah. Blackout. We won't. I won't give you a history lesson on the battle royale, Call of Duty thing. But Blackout was sick as fuck. Yeah. And then they use some of that stuff into the, some of the games that they have out now. So on and so forth. Yada yada yada. Here Correct. we are. Modern Warfare Two. So. First impressions of the game. Mm-hmm. Obi, you've been playing it. You beat the campaign. I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I pre-ordered so I could get the campaign a week early. All right. Yeah. So you digital, start. Digital version. Give me your, give the people your impressions of the campaign. Uh, Well, coming off of Modern Warfare 1, 2. <laughs> Modern Warfare one two. Yeah. The 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 new modern warfare. One A or one B. One B. Um No, I, I had my hopes up high. My expectations were pretty high because that was a, a very good campaign. It's a good campaign. Yeah. I think I did beat that campaign. If you, I did, because it was with uh Farah. Uh huh. And you you uh you stopped the one guy from blowing himself up and the yeah. He, yeah, yeah. I played that campaign. Yeah. And there's that one level where the guy comes in with the juggernaut suit and you have to, yeah. and so it's like a boss battle. Yeah, towards yeah, that. Yeah, yes, yeah, I did yeah, yeah. play that campaign and it was awesome. Yeah, okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, Fair is a great character. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I came off of that really loving it and actually being su- surprised at myself at how much of I, was, I was anticipating part two. Mm-hmm. Um, mind you, you know, we're, we're, we're old school cats. Yeah. We, we were around for the original Modern Warfare we 1, still say 2, thing and 3. Like cats. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so these these are like they're not remakes. We're not calling them remakes because they're different. But we're yeah. getting introduced to a lot of the same characters. Part one is actually kind of a prequel to the original part one. We're getting you know uh, introduced to a lot of these characters before we knew them in the original games. Yeah. So it's kind of like an alternate universe type thing. Um, but that being said, uh. I was expecting greatness in the campaign, and what it delivered was very goodness. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I still had a great time playing. Very goodness. You know, I, I I've seen a lot of op eds and stuff saying that you know, oh, it's a it's a war crime simulator. True. <laughs> okay, I'm not saying it's not a war crime simulator. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not really saying funny. it's not. In fact, there were there were some specific elements of the game that like. Normally, I'm not concerned with in a Call of Duty game that I was like, this feels wrong. Yeah. But, like, not in a way that they intended it to feel, you know? Because in in um, Modern Warfare 1, the new one. Um, you don't have to preface it anymore. Okay, we're talking about the new ones. <laughs> I'll say the old one if I mean the old one. Yeah. So, for Mar- Modern Warfare 1, um, there were specific parts of that game that made you uncomfortable on purpose. That was like, you know... Where's the line here, guys? Yeah. Um, Part two is not concerned with that in the slightest. It is much more bombastic. It is much more. uh, I I don't know. It sounds funny to say, but like militaristic, you know, like, yeah, obviously it is. But um, it's not concerned with sort of those nuances. It's more like it's not asking questions. It's not asking as many questions. I, I think they attempt a couple things here and there, and the characters are very cool. the The game looks incredible. Mm. Like, 
especially the the, the um, cinematics, like damn near like look like real life, mm. like incredible stuff they do there, uh, which really helped to immerse me in the game. And even in game, looks great on PS Five. Okay, um, the gunplay is as you would think, perfection. It feels so good. Nothing else feels like Call of Duty. Uh, you know, I'm a big Battlefield guy, mm-hmm. but, you know, still still second class to how the gunplay feels in Call of Duty. And this one specifically, I'm sure we'll get into this in multiplayer, but the guns all feel much heavier. <coughs> your your movement feels much more boots on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and conse- like every, every bullet you fire feels more consequential, mm-hmm. um, which leads to you feeling more powerful in a way. Yeah. You know? Um, I've seen people start, you know, complain a little bit about like uh, you miss the fluidity of wall running and sliding and all these things, um, which I understand. But when you strip those things away, it feels much more grounded. And I kind of I, I won't say I prefer it, but in this game, it makes sense and it feels right. Yeah. Um, there's a good variety. I will say I did get a little bored from here from here and there, like a few times that it felt a little repetitive um specifically in in the stealth sections that they they have felt a little overdone a little overplayed um but it was nice to to have a a switch up from the monster closets and stuff like that that you're kind of used to in call of duty yeah um all that being said the story is okay the characters are great (laughs) And I would recommend it to anyone playing Call of Duty multiplayer who may not play it. Otherwise, it's a fun ride. It's a, you know, decent enough story. And it sets up a part three that I'm excited about. So, okay. All in all, if we if we have to go bottle caps here, I'm going to give it a four and a half. Okay. Decent. Yeah. That's good. Modern Warfare 1, I would give a five. Okay. Yeah, I was trying to. I was actually trying to Google the phenomenon that um, modern video games, where I, I know that there's a word for it, and uh, maybe you guys will figure it out when while you're listening, or maybe you know what I'm talking about. But when a game proposes moral questions, but then when the game, when you get back to the gameplay aspect of the game, you can't really act on those things. So, for example, in a game like Call of Duty, if they were to ask you questions about war and what it means to be a what is it good for? (laughs) (laughs) Bastard. Uh, Good God, you all. (laughs) So it asks all those questions that you that you just proposed. Yeah. But then when you get back to the actual gameplay you are just murdering scores of people. Know you know what phenomenon yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Is it something dissonance or... It, yes, it's... Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Where your actions don't line up with the gameplay. Right. Yeah. A, a, an even better example is The Last of Us, which has been used in all these articles to kind of um, exemplify what we're talking about, which is that uh, in the game, you're not really given a choice to not kill people. But in the story... There is a very clear moral dilemma about your actions. 
but they don't line up with what you're actually doing. Gameplay starts and you can just go fucking ham on everybody. So it's like, what is the real point of all of this? And can you, in a video game, really ask those kinds of questions Yeah. Um, without uh, uh, debilitating the replay value or the gameplay value of the video game itself? Right. Are video games even the, the medium, medium to do that? Yeah. Right? So when it comes to Call of Duty... Their games, more so than anybody else, anybody else's, could ask those moral questions. You, there should be, honestly, there should be an option in those games, and you should get a trophy for this. Actually, this should be a <laughs> secret trophy to not murder a soul. A, a pacifist run. Yeah, yeah, you should be able to do that. You should be able to, if you can, uh, get through the whole game without killing anybody. The thing is, these games are intended for you to murder people. Like, even if you ask somebody like uh, Neil Druckmann or... Yeah, Druckmann. He would tell you, like, yeah, you could do a pacifist run. And, yeah, you could in Last of Us. Last of Us is one Last word. Of us. You could, but can you, though, really? I would I would say, though, specifically Last of Us, that's not when you're the first one. When you're <laughs> saying the first one, like half of the show, um, because they keep remaking these fucking games. Know, there is the Last of Us, the Last of Us that Part One. You need to fucking you need to specify. Yeah, yeah. Um, so with the Last of Us Part One or the Last of Us Part One One, just nothing after that. Yeah, uh, the Suicide Squad. The um, Suicide Squad. You, I, I would argue that Joel isn't a character that would be a pacifist. He isn't right. Yes, I agree with so that. He's it, he even in the, the, in the cinematics they in, show that he's yes not. in that and it's highly hinted at the time that we from when we meet him to when we meet him again. In that time, he's been an asshole. He's, he's been done a terrible a lot of guy. Killing. Yes, done a lot of a lot yes, of killing. yes, even unnecessarily. <laughs> like he's been the bad guy. Yeah, uh, and but he, <clears throat> he is the bad guy in a way. Yeah, yeah. So I would say that specifically in that game. That wouldn't make sense for him to have a pacifist run unless it's like an RPG in which you're trying to figure his story out. Yeah. You know, and you have control. Yeah. But The Last of Us particularly is not a, a game about that. It's yeah. about telling the story that Neil Druckmann and others have put That's together. true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, I guess a better example would be, say, maybe a Rockstar game like Red Dead Redemption. He has... There are a lot of moral questions that sure. Arthur is going through yeah. about... His actions and who yeah. he is as a person. Yet you're still forced to murder. You are forced right. to get through the rest of the game. You, you do it. You, you can do it begrudgingly, or you can do it passionately. Yeah, yeah. but you still have to. Do you it. still have to do it. Yeah, and there are like you can't get through the game without murdering certain people, and it goes against the story that they're trying to tell slightly. Well, and it, I, I actually think another rock or not rock star, another Naughty Dog game that fits that bill even better, which is. Uncharted. Uncharted is the best example. Yeah. yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad you brought that you up. Know, you're, it's a very light story, uh, generally, a very light story, a uh, swashbuckling story. Of course, he's going to he's gonna kill some people along the way, but, but they're maybe, all bad guys. Maybe. They're he all bad guys. to kill him. If, if he is in the shoes of an Indiana Jones-style character, I would think he has to dispatch some foes, you know? So only yeah, I guess in a in a moment of like life or death, sure. Literally. But it's never taken that way, you know. It, it's very light. It's like you know, he shoots them, they drop. Yeah, it's not like oh, Sarah, yeah. remember me, you <laughs> yeah. know, like <laughs> like Last of like Us, Last of Us right? Johnny, Johnny! no. <laughs> <laughs> 
just traumatized every time you shank somebody. Um, yeah. So, you know, with that game, it, it, I, I feel like it's very apparent, like, okay, the amount of people you're murdering doesn't jive with the story being told. Right. But because it's a video game, the mechanics and the assumption of the, the what game you're playing make it so you must go and kill 15 people every level right uh, with a grenade launcher you know like that's part of the fun yeah well and that's the thing that's the entire conversation right why is that the fun murdering scores of human beings well and don't even know you know by the way i'm taking this moral high ground but i fucking love to murder (laughs) scores of people in video games sure sure you you know and and again what i was talking about with the campaign the feel of the guns and stuff it's a it's a power fantasy. It makes you feel powerful. I understand intellectually as an adult that war isn't that. Right. You know? Yeah. I know that. Yeah. I, I get it. You know, as much as I can as a civilian who's never been to war. Yeah. Um, I understand that intellectually, but to feel like a hero on the battlefield and to really feel like you know, when I'm carrying a shotgun in in Call of Duty in the camp, specifically in the campaign, but in multiplayer too. I'm in close quarters. I whip out the shotgun and I see some unwitting, uh, you know, faceless foe come out the corner and I go, I got your number, buddy. Got your number. Bam. And and you, you know, specifically in the the PS5 version with the the dual sense, you can feel the the triggers pull differently. You left the haptic controls on. Of course I did. Yeah, of course I did. Um, Well, that's something we're going to have to get into. Yeah. (laughs) But. (laughs) You know, feeling the the response from the controller and the trigger pull of that shotgun going off, it, it is in a, such an empowering feeling to be like I defeated that guy because I had the better weapon and I was the stronger guy. Yeah, and I'm a cool SAS uh, <laughs> English cool bruv. SAS. You know, like I've done my duty. It's my a, call of duty. I've called my duty. <laughs> um, yeah, and and that all feels so empowering and cool and good yeah um so you know it's an absolute like power fantasy Mm. in that way and i understand that's not necessarily a good thing but yeah it it feeds into our i mean I'll, i'll speak as an american male but our obsession with guns and violence and power speed and momentum yeah 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 so like you know I'm not above it all. <laughs> it feels good though, yeah, and good. and uh, you know, in in those few moments, because I'm, I'm I'm obviously not trying to spoil anything for the 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 uh, campaign because I would like you to play it, um, but then in the moments that I felt uncomfortable, I was like, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, you know, like don't make me feel things. Yeah, but but it it wasn't again. It wasn't that they set it up to feel things. It was that they thought that was the right thing to do in that story yeah and i was like no that's uh, not right uh, uh. that's not okay well there is that clip that's gone viral of the de-escalation at the that's end. what i was talking about yeah. yeah yeah so that's gone yeah so that's not really a spoiler okay. so much as it's gone viral so like everybody's right. seen that so you you, uh, you are mexican special forces which, which the entire line the entire storyline of the mexican special forces is really cool i really like that entire element of it I'm glad they went away uh, at least a little bit from the like Middle East for a bit. Yeah. To talk about like the border and stuff like like that's a very cool idea. Yeah. I, li- I like that a lot. Um, but you're you're playing as Mexican special forces, 
and you cross the border because you're you're investigating a known terrorist. So he crosses lines uh, between the borders of the U.S. and Mexico, and you just go ahead and, and keep going because you know he's tied to our fake Al Qaeda or whatever yeah. or ISIS, whatever. So you're literally in a foot race against this guy and you're running from house to house and like neighborhood to neighborhood yeah. on foot in America. Now <laughs> you're, I think you're in Texas or something. And in doing so you, you see this guy, he ends up going into people's homes. He breaks in their homes and like runs through them mm. to try to, you know, break your, uh, uh, attention of them. And so you go into those homes too. And at some points, like, there's a guy there that the homeowner that's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Get out of my house. Yeah. It's like a baseball bat or something. And in order to, it, it gives you the, uh, the not even suggestion, but the requirement to de-escalate, quote, de-escalate the situation, which is you pointing your gun. Yeah. <laughs> going down sights on that guy. Yeah. In order for him to go, whoa, whoa. Yeah, he's like, whoa, what the uh, fuck? Okay. All right. He goes back in the house. Relax. No, he goes back to, like, his room because you're in his house. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and, in fact, and this is a, a small spoiler, but, again, this is very early in the campaign. There's one part, at least in my playthrough, that you have to actually shoot a guy with a baseball bat yeah. that comes at you and starts attacking you. You have to kill him uh, in his own house because yeah. he's, he's a gang member or something. Yeah. He looks like a cholo, you know. So, yeah, obviously, he deserves gonna, to he's die. He's going to see a guy in full... Like tactical gear, and he's gonna run at him with a baseball bat. Like you get out of my house, S.A. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I, uh, I mean, aiming, having to aim down sight because I was expecting you to have like a a button press so you'd be like, hey, 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 it's okay, right? You know, I'm special forces, I'm I'm police or whatever. We're trying to find this guy. Where'd he go? No, no. You have to aim down Just sights, look right at him, and look go. him in the eyes. Hey, get back in your get fucking back. house. Get back. Get 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 back in your room. Yeah. Get back. Yeah. Sit down. Right. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. That's fucked up. And yeah. a lot of people who were, like, alarmed or even outraged about that, I get it. Yeah. That's a fucked up thing. That's a yeah. that's a weird mechanic. Feels in wrong. Even now, even us talking about it, like, it's a weird thing to put in the yeah. game. I, I think even the most staunch Call of Duty player, the most right wing, the most, yeah, across the board, I think it would be weird to frame that as a de-escalation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just factually wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you don't de-escalate by pointing a gun at somebody's head. Yeah. You don't have to be a, you know, peace-loving hippie to understand nah. that. Pointing nah. a gun at someone is not a de-escalation. It's bad tactics. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's fucked up. Yeah. I, You know, and I think they may have thought it would have softened with you being a Mexican Special Forces operative. Um, Soften what? The fact that it is terrible that it, any kind of police or military forces running into somebody's home in America and pointing a gun at their head. So soften it by our perception of Mexicans? No, soften it by uh, it not being uh, necessarily a white cop in somebody's oh, home. so if it's like Mexican on anybody else? Violence, yeah, then it's, it's fine. It's yeah, like yeah. not as bad. Right, right. Yeah, maybe. That would be even more fucked up if they're yeah, thinking oh, yeah. like, hey, it's not a white cop pointing a gun at somebody. Well, so. And that's that's inherently where my mind went was like, how, like, I was trying to wrap my head around it. Like, how did they think this was a good idea? You know? And, and, and. It's poor judgment across the board. I guess. I guess. It's crazy that so many people have to go into 
like developing these games and like not one person was right. like that's not a de-escalation that is definitely escalating the violence. right right well and i don't want to come off as like i'm saying you can't put that kind of stuff in video games but let there be consequences for it like i would if you don't mind sure not consequences but at least acknowledgement of your actions sure you don't have to be punished for doing that yeah but someone has to go why did you do right, that? You right. know, there has to be at least someone because not only is it not the way that things would go in real life, but like it's not realistic in that no everyone would just think that that's the status quo. Like someone would be like, dude, what the fuck was that? Yeah. So at least acknowledge that I acted on something and now I have to deal yeah. with that. Somebody's getting sued. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. Like, at least acknowledge that you understand that you are asking me to do something that is kind of fucked up. And, like, someone in this game needs to acknowledge how fucked right, up this right, right. is. Or or at least have that character try to to justify it and be like, look, we were we had no time. We had to keep running. Right. This guy came at me. I had to do that. Even a, even a millisecond of after you have de-escalated, quote unquote. Yeah. Have one of the other guys with you go, hey, man, what the fuck? And then you say something <laughs> yeah, like, we, we can't be doing we don't, that. We don't have time to uh, reason with these people. And then now what that does is give you uh, a glimpse context. into. Yeah. yeah. So it gives you the guy who questions him. It gives you context for who he is as a person. Right. And it gives you context for the person that you're embodying. So yeah. now you're understanding the psyche of these characters yeah. more. I All it say, does is it's a net positive to yeah, acknowledge those yeah, things. For sure. And that shows they were just completely unaware when they were writing this thing. I will say, though, generally, they're really good at writing their characters. There, There's mm. a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah. yeah. And even sometimes where you have an option to, like, ask one thing or another. You have, like, three options that you can choose from. Yeah. Kind of like in uh, uh, Uncharted, actually. Uncharted yeah. 4, where you have, like, a, a few options that you can choose from. It doesn't change anything, but you get a little bit more information yeah. depending on what you ask. Um, their characterization's great. They, they clearly just dropped the ball on that specific element. Yeah. And I'm sure a few others. But anyway, I like the campaign overall. I thought it was it definitely worth doing, <laughs> especially, you know, even if you're not necessarily a campaign player like I am. Um Speaking to you, Marco, I mm. think you should play the campaign. I will. I will. Yeah. I will. There's actually even a little touch of um, Warzone in it mm. where you have freedom in like a larger map that yeah. you can go and kind of take your own way, which is fun. All right. All right. All right. They even let you put in your stupid little shields or whatever, <laughs> yeah. your your armor. Yeah. Armor plates. Yeah. 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 All right. I'll, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I will give a very quick... Um, uh, first impression of the of the multiplayer because if you're a player like me you're playing this just biding your time until warzone 2 comes out so most of the people i'd say i'd say like 60 to 70 the 60 to 70 percent of the people who are playing multiplayer right now are just biding their time until yeah. warzone 2 comes out that's their baby that's where their bread gets buttered they know this and so we're all just waiting for that to happen. We're all waiting to see what happens with that. And to your point about how more grounded the game feels and how boots on the ground heavy the game feels, yeah, it's a very, very drastic change from uh, Warzone 1, mm-hmm. which is filled with uh, text, camera-breaking moves, movement, 
just just movement in general is is a huge thing. I mean, there's guys. Uh, Jay God is a streamer, famous streamer. He is his nickname is literally the Movement King or the Movement God. <laughs> like he is uh, the guy. Like he, he, you watch how he plays the game, and you're like, Jesus Christ, how his, how, how can his fingers move this fast? It's gonna be very interesting to see. He's a controller. I don't know, actually. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. All right, all right. Uh, somebody who watches him more than I do, which is to say, J God, J God. Okay. I'll look him up. Uh, I think he's mouse and keyboard. I want to say I I'm going to say 90% sure he's mouse and keyboard. Yeah. But yeah, so as far as the multiplayer is concerned, it's really fun because it's 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 interesting to see them kind of scale back some of that stuff and make it a little more grounded, a little heavier, a little more heft to mm-hmm. uh, your player and I mean, taking away some of the like slide canceling, well not some of it, all of it, all the slide canceling, all of the you know, bunny hopping, the camera breaking stuff, and making it so that you have to just meet somebody in the middle and beat them in a fight. There are going to be people, there are already people who are upset that the game's movement has slowed yeah. significantly. Mm-hmm. So, as of right now, I can't tell you what the implications are, what it's going to mean for Warzone 2, because it's just it's just too early to tell. It's just too early to tell. Once you get in the game, you get your boots on the ground, you yeah. got to figure out what these firefights mean in the grand scheme of like a massive map. Uh, we don't even know the full details of how they're going to implement because the beta of Warzone was very interesting and very, very different from OG Warzone. Yeah. So we don't really know all the details. So as far as how it pertains to Warzone, I'll get back to you. Okay. As it pertains to just playing multiplayer, it's a little more fun than the last one because like mm-hmm. people aren't like sliding around corners and doing all freaky weird shit and stuff no, like that. Dolphin diving. Yeah, and I can corners. deal with that. I can do- <laughs> Here's the thing, man. I had to adapt to my surroundings. Yeah. So I got pretty good at the slide canceling, bunny hopping, camera breaking stuff. I didn't want to. Yeah. I had to. Sure. It's <laughs> the only way to yeah. have survived, okay? You got to get with it or get lost, man. Yeah. You're, yeah, get with it or get dead. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like, if I'm going to win any of these fucking Resurgence games or Warzone games or Battle Royale, I got to get, like, these sweaty nerds yeah. who are just <laughs> fucking, dude, they got the claw you know, yeah. Or they got a fucking scuff controller or the PlayStation Pro or Elite. Rather. Elite. Uh, which, which is... is uh, wait, <laughs> side note. Did you see how much the PSVR is? No, I didn't. VR, how much is it? <sighs> oh, no. Oh, no. That much? Hold on. Let me guess. How much was the original VR? Uh, 400? I think it was three. I think it was three. I'm going to say... I'm gonna say they doubled it. I'm gonna say eight, eight for VR two. Lower, lower seven, six twenty, six fifty. Lower, five hundred. A little higher, five fifty, five twenty five, five fifty, five fifty. Yeah, that's they, a lot still. They have a bundle in with the uh, Horizon. It's a whole other console, dog. Ah, fuck, <laughs> it's so cold. They have a bundle in with the um, Horizon Zero Dawn. VR game for 600. They have a Horizon VR game? Yeah. 
Don't say it like that. Like everybody just Obviously, knows that information. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. <laughs> you stupid idiot. Of course they do. Anyway, it's way more than I was expecting. And it's I'm too much. very upset. It's too much it, money. Even if it was just 500, I'd be like, ah, I guess. <laughs> that $50 the $50 is really point? takes it over the top. <laughs> it really does. I know you think I'm joking, but I'm serious. That 550, 550, 550? it's more than the console. Yeah, it is. It's more than the console. Yeah, that's, too, that's too much. That's too much money, dude. I want it, but it's too much money. Yeah, yeah. God. Yeah, I'm upset about it. I'm really disappointed. I really am. Because I was expecting it to be like 400 bucks, you know? Yeah. Y- y- you think it's going to be less than the console that you need to attach you it to. You would hope. It's literally $1,050 to play VR on PlayStation. Yeah. And it isn't backwards compatible. Yeah, no. That's that's crazy. Are you kidding that's me? That's ridiculous. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's insane. It's a whole 550 Fifty? How are you gonna? How are you gonna charge more than the console it needs to be attached to? Yeah, it's a crime. Stupid. It's an actual crime. Stupid. I'm sorry. Yeah. Don't be. Don't be. No, no. I, I, I cut off. I cut off your, your, your discussion about uh, uh, multiplayer mm. and Call of Duty, mm. Mm. Modern Warfare Two. It's. F- and I apologize. I would say it. I give it. I, I'll give it a. F- I would actually, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll go unanimous with. I'd say four and a half. Okay. Also, yeah. Um, it's a fun experience. It's going to be interesting to see how, <coughs> excuse me, how it's implemented across the board. I was going to say we need a review once Warzone Two's out. Yeah. We, oh yeah, I'm coming yeah, back. Yeah, oh, I'll definitely yeah, come back to yeah. this. That's, this is an ongoing review. That's actually more of your expertise, not just multiplayer. It's, yeah. It's more of Warzone specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah for sure. For yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, uh, I've enjoyed multiplayer. Very much. Mm. <laughs> and so much that I bought the vault upgrade. <laughs> no, you didn't. I did. I gave him 30 bucks. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. How dare you sit here and complain about how expensive the fucking VR is, and you're giving look, these bastards look, look, more look, money look, than look, they look, deserve. Look, 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 look. I need you to understand. Okay, Help me understand. I, I spent all of the, you know, the, the, the few days I had after beating the, the campaign, which I beat in two days. Yeah. Humble brag. Nerd. Excuse me. But once multiplayer dropped, I made it like a holiday. It felt so good. I was playing all day. <laughs> I kept it going. I know you didn't like necessarily the uh, the customization uh, for the guns. Yeah. Um, not a fan it, of the it, gun it, tree. It's now, it's now actually almost more gun nerdy in a way. Where it like it, it, it's based on like the the receiver and platform that you have for the gun. Um, I don't know if you know this, but you can go into each attachment and yes. scale. Yeah, that's they, so much. Dude. They, I, I think they, they blocked that for now because it it broke apparently. But they're oh really? Yeah, they're gonna put it back out. Um, but you can you can fine tune your gun to however you want it to be. That's crazy. Um, too much for me, but I appreciate that it's there for nerds. It's too much for everyone. It's like when you go into. It's like when you play a game that has like a creative player, and they're yeah. like, "We're gonna give you. You can. You can decide what size you want your brow to." Well, be. it's like Photoshop. And like, yeah, it's like, dude, come <laughs> on, man. You know, I'm. You know, ninety percent of your player base is not gonna fuck around with this shit. Why? Why are you doing this? Well, it's there. It's there if you need it. You don't have to use it, but it's there. But it just makes it even more confusing. Well, you know that at some point, some nerd's gonna come out with like. Just like the creative players, where it's like this, I make Samuel L. Jackson. 
It's like they're going to yeah. do that for guns and, yeah. and be like, this is the ultimate gun. Well, that's exa- all, all I'm going to do as a fucking normie casual sure. player is wait for the smarter guys <laughs> yeah, to, to go <laughs> click it this way, click for it that way. For it to trickle way, down yeah. to yeah. the knowledge from the gods. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. No, I, I, I guess I, there's I get that. that. I, I guess there's that. that. I will say, though, I disagree with you on the gun customization. I understand where you're coming from, where it's too complicated. But as a relative gun nerd myself, I like it because it makes sense. Mm. You know, like the M4 platform, you can customize that so many ways. Mm. And that makes sense. You can turn it into an LMG or you can keep it as, you know, the uh, (coughs) assault rifle that you want it to be, et cetera, et cetera. And that's how they're broken down. So I kind of like the idea that you can use specific guns to upgrade for other platforms of the same type. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like that. It kept me going. I I realized that, you know, I, I only didn't pre-order the Vault Edition because it was so much money. <laughs> and I wasn't sure how good the multiplayer would be and how good the mechanics would be. Yeah. But once I got a couple of days playing and I'm like, okay, the, the Call of Duty, like pull is here yeah i need to keep playing this i like the 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 gameplay loop is there and it has me fully attached yeah yeah yeah. they're Uh, good for that yeah i was like okay everything is clicking i'm not having very many uh issues technically i'm giving them the money i'm sorry i want i want the battle pass i want to invest in this as as a uh, white racist redneck once said to us on our YouTube page, "It's it's good if we disagree. We don't need to agree on everything." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's nice. That's nice. So that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> All right, those are our first impressions of the game. The game's only been out a couple of days, so you know we're gonna get back to you guys. First of all, with the rest, if if there's any updates as far as like the gun tree is concerned, sure. Um, War zones out next week, so I will definitely give my first impressions of that. I will be jumping into that. Yeah. First day, I'll dip a toe. I'll dip a toe. Just a little toe. Yeah. Yeah. So just we'll the have tip. impressions there. Yeah. Just the tip. All right. Last things last, we'll just give our quick impressions on this PlayStation thing, True. and then let's get out of here, okay. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. PlayStation, Sony, <sighs> introduces their tiered system. Premium, um, extra, and essential. And we talked about this. We did, yeah. And we talked about the advantages and disadvantages. But the one thing that I don't think either one of us were ready for was the perception of this tiered system. Mm. So much to tell Elon. So Sony, yeah, right. Sony thinks that the reason that so many people have unsubscribed is that uh, more people have gone outside, which makes me want to fucking slap the shit out of that guy who said that. (laughs) Somebody said to touch grass, so I think everyone's (laughs) touching grass now. It's like, what, dude? Okay. That's your theory? Two million people unsubscribed because they're playing more kickball? What is? What are you talking? I about? wish I'd love to play kickball. Yeah, oh, I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to find me a field. No, my theory is, and you tell me if you agree or disagree. My theory is that this tiered system is confusing. It is, and so people thought once it was implemented that they were being charged more, and they said, "I'd rather not pay for it at all <clears throat> than to pay for this uh, convoluted tiered right. system." That's what I think happened. I get the feeling this is what's happening in Netflix now, mm-hmm. where there's now this new advertising version. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, 
anytime that you make a tier system in which you take away or perceptively take away something from somebody, they're not going to like it. No. Clearly. Right. So, you know, when it was just PS Plus, Plus was already indicative of you upgrading to something. Yeah. Now Plus isn't enough. You're not taking enough from me. Well, that's the perception. Right. Because if you looked at it, you're getting more stuff with more. If you wanted If to. you upgrade it. Yeah. And if yeah, you yeah, didn't, yeah. you got the same shit that you always got. You always got. got. Right, right. So there's literally no change to your account. Right, right. So it breaks down to essential, extra, and premium. Essential gives you monthly games, online multiplayer, and more. Um, which is what you got with PS Plus anyway. Yeah. Extra gives you um, access to a games catalog and also Ubisoft Plus Classics. So it gives you kind of a, a bigger game catalog, um, which wraps you into the what was formerly PS Now, mm-hmm. you know, where, where you can stream these games. Yeah. That's important to remember, too. A lot of these games are stream. Yeah. So, you know, take that for what you will. Get better internet. Yeah. Uh, and then premium is where you experience all the benefits. Enjoy all the core PlayStation Plus benefits, hundreds of games in the games catalog, as well as exclusive benefits like game trials. So, you know, demos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cloud, demos, if you will. <laughs> cloud streaming, which, you know, is the PS uh, now. Now, yes. Uh, and the classics catalog. Yeah. So... <clears throat> So PS, again, PS Classics. We need something. to inter- reiterate. You didn't lose anything. Right. They introduced more options. Mm-hmm. They didn't take anything away. But the perception is you will inherently get a lesser experience because you are on the essential platform. And that's just know? simply not true. Right. If you look at what you were being offered on PS Plus, the games were I'd I'd say I'd I'd say every three months you'd get a good game the yeah. rest of the year they they're were dog fi- shit games they, anyway i would say they're fine <laughs> they're yeah. fine i yeah. got some classics but yeah. for the most part you were getting nba 2k20 in 2022 <laughs> right? right okay so yeah, you were getting yeah, yeah. a good game but you or, weren't getting uh, it when it was relevant you know a rare like middling indie game that you hadn't heard of before that yeah i've played dude I've, I've, yeah. I've run through some arcade games where i was like oh sick they put yeah. this. i mean shit they put fucking hey man fucking uh uh, Rocket League was free oh, on yeah. PS Plus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that was before this entire thing. So no, but yeah, but I, but I'm saying, okay. So all right, so far, the games that have been on there have been eh. no. Been, they just put Injustice Two on there and Super Hot. Yeah, they put some good games on there. Both of which are old though. They're old, but they've always been old. old it's but not gold. like PS old Plus old but gold. Yeah, and it's not like PS Plus was ever giving you. Uh, Many brand new games. Yeah. No. You, yeah, yeah, when's yeah. the last time you got a brand new game from PS Plus? Few, I am not. Few and far between. Listen, I'm not sitting here defending a fucking conglomerate, multi million sure. dollar, yeah. multi billion dollar company. Sony has enough money. Exactly. They don't need me to defend them. Yeah. All I'm saying is it's very interesting to see them lose 2 million subscribers due to what I believe is solely a perception. perception. <laughs> yeah. Which is yeah. just really funny. Well, you know. It's the power of advertising and perception, and you know how perceived you value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, powerful. You know, they, I'm, I'm sure they had people crunching the numbers and uh, sort of forecasting this, so they had to have figured that the risk was worth the reward. Yeah, and I'm sure they're, they're sure 
that's going to be worth it in the end of the day. Well, two million is a drop in the bucket for them. Actually, the way yeah. that it was—it sounds um, like a lot. Yeah, the way that it was reported was that they lost like a quarter of their player base, yeah, but no. two million is fucking nothing. They just sold like fifty million PS Five units. So like, yeah, it's not—it's not. I much. think they're gonna be I. Right. It's not much, but um, you know, it—it it is indicative of something, which is maybe they could have done a better job at um, framing this entire move. Absolutely, you know? or you know, sweeten the deal a little bit. Be like, you know, you can if you're already a PS Plus subscriber, subscribee, um, you can you can jump up for less. Yes, you know? definitely should have sweetened the deal for us. Yeah, people who've been loyal to the yeah PS ju- Plus jump thing. up, get get a year for you know fifteen bucks off. Yeah, you know so, something a little a little something sweeten the pot yeah. a little bit. You know, yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. but you know, I mean. <laughs> According to how they've been operating, and with this PSVR news, I think they're just you know they're they're uh, they're feeling themselves a little too much. Yeah, I think they're gonna get whatever they can get as as quickly as sucks. Possible. I hate it. It does. I it hate does. this era of PlayStation. I'm sorry. I, I agree. I agree, I, man. Uh, I agree. You know, dude. I'm I mean, sorry. I have a whole fucking a whole another episode about this era of of Sony right now. <laughs> It's feeling like the MCU. With their movies. I don't like it. With their, I mean, just like from front to back, yeah, their yeah, entire yeah. media there's, push. There's very little to celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And let's not celebrate Sony. Let's actually celebrate uh, whatever we feel like celebrating right now because I feel like right now mm-hmm. is time for the cheers of the week. Yeah. So, Obi, do you have a cheers? My cheers of the week. We'll go to horror movies. All right. Here, here. You know, we spent the last month or so uh, reviewing horror movies on this channel. Um, But within those, I've been scouring the the apps and my own DVD and Blu-ray and 4K (laughs) collection. and I've just grown such an appreciation for the genre. Mm. I've already loved, you know, I, I, for I'd say about half my life, I've really loved horror movies. But just the the depth and breadth of what they can be in 2022, mm-hmm. uh, and, and what they can deliver, what they can try to say, what they can, you know, kind of fall back to as far as the genre <laughs> or try to elevate themselves to something greater uh, it, it just never ceases to amaze me that this once looked down upon genre can be something that's elevated to i mean not getting oscars apparently yeah. yet we'll see yeah. but you know at least being talked about in a way that i think is is, is far more congratulatory than it ever has been yeah you know i recently just saw pearl the the prequel to x that yeah, I, I mentioned yeah, before, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was incredible. It was a great movie. Highly recommend it. Um, so, yeah, I think I, I I have high hopes this year and years going on that the horror genre will continue to elevate, evolve, and I mean, continue to be kind of everything that it wants to be. Yeah, I'm excited, <clears throat> excited about it. That has always been like the promise of good horror movies. Is like they they seem to be more so than any other genre of movies open to being 
anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it can be absolute smut and still be a good time or it right. can be an A24 film that elevates something into something that is more, you know, uh, uh, emotional or disturbing in a deeper way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 So. Jordan Peele, they asked him about the idea of elevated horror movies and he was against it. He was like, I don't really subscribe to that. And, and he didn't really he didn't really like go in. Sure. But uh, I don't know. I disagree with him. Not to like, I don't think from an elitist standpoint, but from a deeper standpoint of like making a movie that, you know, like it's a, it's like a prestige film, but yeah. it's also a horror movie. You elevate the genre, you elevate people's thinking about those things while also creeping them out or scaring them or whatever. I think it's I think it's when done well and ironically, he does it the best right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Um, or telling a story that frankly just ends poorly. Yeah, for the people involved. Yeah, you know, like. Those things can turn very easily into a, a horror movie or a horror story generally if it's just like a story told well that ends with the bad guys winning. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. And the feeling of dread is just inherent in those stories. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Uh, noise. Noise. My cheers of the week is going to the Migos. Or Migos. Just Migos, not the. It's the remake. Is the Migos. (laughs) The influential Atlanta rap group lost one of their members over the weekend. uh, Takeoff. Actually, what's today? Wednesday. Yeah. So I think it was yesterday. It doesn't matter. Um, I think it was Monday. Maybe Tuesday early morning. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. I think it was late night, Monday, early Tuesday. Either way, um, lost them to gun violence. Whole other conversation. Don't want to bum anybody out. It's very, very sad. Yeah. Rest in peace. Um, I bring them up because they're deserving of their flowers as a group. And unfortunately, this is what happens sometimes when when tragedy happens. People feel like it's appropriate to uh, give the flowers to people. Yeah. And, uh. No, I obviously I didn't really have a reason to other than just randomly throughout the shows throughout our show's lifetime. Um, so this obviously is like a direct result of this person losing their life. Tragically cut short, but I don't want it to be about the tragedy. I want it to be about the fact that Migos are whether you as a rap fan or as a music fan like it or not or acknowledge it or not, they are one of the most influential groups of all time and people don't can't really wrap their heads around it until they start listening to modern hip-hop music and modern pop music yeah and you will see their influence i mean there was an entire era where i mean literally everyone Everyone. was doing their their thing yeah their triplet flow fucking i mean they just they aped their style so i mean literally 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 Jay-Z and Beyonce put out an album under the Carters, and it was basically co-written by members of Migos. Migos, yeah. And it won them a Grammy. And you can tell. Oh, you can tell. Oh, big time, you can tell. Yeah. Pop music, most of these features from the past, like, five years, if it was a rap verse, it was just, like, it was either a member of Migos rapping or it was somebody rapping like Like one of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh... 
the most pop i mean literally trap music as we know it today owes a very huge debt to uh what takeoff and offset and quavo brought to the table yeah so whether you like trap music modern hip-hop music whether you like migos all of that is a mute point to the idea that they are very influential uh and deserve their flowers i was a late bloomer to the group i was definitely still kind of like kind of a hater yeah and then i actually listened to culture and i was like holy shit these guys are fucking rapping they're rapping sir rapping and then culture too listen to stir fry and tell me that's not a fucking just a just a it's so good it's such a good song they're so good man they're so good and uh it's very very sad very very tragic so i felt that they deserved a cheers indeed indeed yeah all right right. well let's review these brewskis and get the gaddy do it all right Tonight's brew was from the Tactical Brewing Company. It was the Wolves of Blue, a double New England England. IPA. Obi, what'd you think, sir? Um, I think it was really good. Uh, You know, it it does hit me in the back of the throat uh, uh, with with that bitterness. That bitterness? That I don't necessarily enjoy very much in IPAs. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... I like. Do you think that has to do with it being an imperial? Probably, yeah, probably. And it being a New England, you know, like a lot, a lot of times the New England IPAs tend to have a bit more of that, like bitter to the point of being like almost like a like a dangerously basic kind of like chemical feeling down in the back of your throat, right? You know, right, 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 right. Um, that haziness is just yeah, it's the, yeah, yeah, which you know. Uh, I've been meaning to, th- to talk about this, but hazy. When they usually talk about them being hazy, they tend to be a, a slightly more fruity. Yeah. Whereas New England tends to be more bitter. Right. Um. So with it being a double New England, I think it went a l- just a tad over the top, actually, for me, on the bitterness factor. But that being said, I still really enjoyed it. Because I'm, you know, I'm a bitter boy. Bitter boy. I enjoy, I enjoy a nice bitter brew. Bitter boy. Bitter brewski. Bitter brew. Um, and, you know, it wasn't over the top with the <coughs> alcohol content. Thank God, after what we went through with Not So Sober October. <laughs> um, so it's nice getting back to like a, you know, a, a respectable but, you know, understandable range of ABV. Yeah. Um, yeah. That being said, I mean, I, I would recommend it again. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Four and a half. I, I would recommend it, but you know, I, I I think it went a little bit a little bit too hard for me. Yeah, personally. What if for the for the next couple of weeks, obviously this week notwithstanding, we just did low ABV stuff. We Could just do did that. like light ass beers. Could just, do that. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> Keep it just easy. like bitters and New Englands and yeah, like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. light lagers sessions. and stuff. Sessions. Yeah. 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 I'd be into it. <laughs> we need. <laughs> we need some therapy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll get both of our therapists in here. And sure, that'd be great. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love them to talk. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with a four. Are you writing this down? No. <laughs> My computer's off. 
<laughs> Don't care. It's fine. Four and a half and a four. It's I'm fine. It's I'm fine. joking. I'm joking. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's. I I guess I would say that as far as a double New England IPA is concerned, it's not something that's so outside the box that uh, it, it stands out from any other New England IPAs that I've had. Um, but I would say that it still hits all the check marks of a decent New England IPA, yeah. especially double IPA. It does make it a little more bitter, a little more hoppy. Mm. Little harder on the palate if you're not used to IPAs, if you don't like enjoy them as much. Um, but if you do, it's a solid choice. It's not something that's like so outside the box that I say you need to get this, but I don't think it's uh, if if you're at tactical, definitely try it. If you're anywhere else, it's like, well, you probably find a better New England IPA, maybe. Sure, I think. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. You got <laughs> I agree. All right. <clears throat> well, you think we got it? I know we got it. Well, then we should probably get the fuck out of here if Obi says that we got it. This has been the One Beer In Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for at Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, buddy. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have yourself a beautiful evening. We love you. 